This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about all the joys, pains, suffering, and sorrow of the brand martial art of Aikido. I am Aikido Fresno's head instructor, Christopher Hunt, and with me today is Joshua Tiki, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno, and Maya Salama McDaniel, third Q and student at Aikido Fresno. All right, you got through that one. Yeah. I did. I it. just didn't look at you guys. Grand, what was it? Grand, <laughs> grand art. martial art of That's Aikido. Beautiful. Yeah. I think every single time we do this, Josh and I are cracking up. Yeah, it's, Chris yeah. is trying to keep a straight face. So, good, good job today. Uh, let, let's let's. Do you want to go ahead and get our uh, patrons and all that uh, out of the way up top? Let the people know. Uh, let the people we love know that we love them. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then we'll dive into this week's topic. Um. So thank you so much to our sponsors. We really appreciate you guys. Um, you make it possible for us to keep all uh, our episodes up online, and um, that means a lot to us. Um, so if you're interested in uh, donating to our Patreon, you can go on to our SoundCloud page. Um, just look us up on SoundCloud, Aikido Discussed, if you don't listen to us on SoundCloud already. Um, and then uh, we have a little link in our uh, description. So let me go ahead and pull these up here. I swear I'm getting to them. Um, we have... I bet at this point all of our listeners know. I know. As yeah, well know who everyone is. Like, okay, it's Lenny Acuna. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I love, but it's all it's all part of the part yeah. of the cast. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, people take people take something out of their lives to give to us, and so right. we should take something out at of our lives. A couple of, couple of seconds. All right. So we have Matt Riley, John Smith, Grant Templin, Jim Sullivan, Urbano, Lenny Acuna, Rob Kitson, and Ward Dean. Thank you so much, yeah. guys. And we you really know what I would like it. to say uh, to all those people? If you have something that you want us to, like, plug for you guys, like, you know, if you want us to, like, if, I don't know, you have a school or something. 1995. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, but, no, if you have a school or something, you know, you, like, let us know because we can take a moment out of the podcast to say, you know, hey, check out this person at blah, blah, blah. So just putting that out there for you. All right. Which kind of plays into huh. yeah. uh, what, what we want to be talking about today. Um, and, and the idea of this actually came from uh, Roundabout Way from Jared Wilson, who seems to always throw good stuff at us. Um, and he had... Whose thought, uh, podcast, Marshall Thoughts Podcast, Ma- Marshall you, Thoughts should, podcast. Uh, you should give a listen to. Uh, so he had tagged you in a post, was it an IQ journal? It was Aikido Journal, yeah. Aikido Journal, and uh, it was a post that was... Maya just broke everything. It was a post that was written um, by... And I would have to look at the post again. It was written by a MBA. Yeah, uh, uh, some guy who's very known for branding Masters stuff. And I'm not, I'm not, not saying his name because I, I, just, I'm hiding him. I just don't remember right, his right. name. Uh, but he was he's a, he's a marketing guy. Um, and, and the... The... Post essentially was talking about Aikido, the branding problem right, with Aikido. Right. And, and this is a guy who's into marketing, and, and also, also he's done Aikido for a long time, and so he's just kind of like talking about the problems we have with Aikido. And, and when from I read a, it, from a marketing and from a branding perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah. Um, well, yeah. I don't, I don't yes really know. No. Okay, right. yeah. So look, right, right. like when I read it, I really thought most of the stuff he said was really good. Good point. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. should really pull it up actually so we can plug it um because i'll do that i think i think it was really good to read mm-hmm. um and i think what he was saying was 
right. Um, however, I think the way that he was saying it is a part of the big problem we've had. And, and kind of what is being said overall is why we are where we are right now. And, and so, I mean, my personal belief, and this is just my personal belief, um, no numbers have come up uh, on this as far as I know. Um, I believe that what happened was people had a really hard time understanding Aikido. And so it became more about selling it than, than really breaking it down. And so a, a lot of people, a lot of Aikido teachers, instead of really trying to understand what the martial art was, was teaching, beyond like, you know, just doing Ikkyo or Kodagaish, you know, everyone can do the techniques well. But understanding why we're doing it, they started working on selling it. And then when Steven Seagal's popularity hit, um, it was selling really well. And so a lot of Aikido teachers, regardless if they understood the art or not, were making a lot of money doing it. And a lot of people have lifestyles that were built around doing Aikido. And now Aikido has kind of fallen out of favor. And so a lot of these people are trying to look at how to sell it again and how to remarket and how to rebrand it. And this is the terms in which they're thinking of Aikido. So instead of thinking, you know, which actually this guy basically kind of alludes to, like instead of thinking, you know, what does Aikido offer that other things don't that are doing better than us right now? The thinking is, how can we just sell it? You know, and so so I think there's a lot of stuff going on right now, like, hey, let's just do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu essentially, or let's, you know, quote unquote, rebrand uh, our Aikido as a kind of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or something. And that's where this article is coming from. And I think that's a bad approach. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think reading through it, there, there's a lot in there that I like, um, and not just about Aikido. I think these these sort of conversations can be had about a lot of products, a lot of um, industry. You know, I'm in the newspaper industry, and we're sort of going through, I think, a very similar thing, um, trying to find uh, finding ourselves in a position that we were not in 10, 15 years ago and trying to figure out, like, okay, what can we what what can we do what do we have to give to people and and how can we make that as um, as uh, marketable as possible I, I guess for for a better term so, as relevant as, as relevant possible. as possible right yeah. and and you know I think newspaper industry probably has some good parallels you know in the in the article he uses Kodak as um, an analogy you know and and kind of breaks down what happened with Kodak. The film company. The film company Kodak. Right, um, he, talks about, he talks a lot about how Kodak was a, a huge multi-billion dollar company and one of the most known companies in the world. If you think about Kodak now, Kodak's kind of fallen on the wayside. No one really talks much about Kodak. And he's saying, why? Yeah. And he has an idea, some ideas. Um, and from, excuse me, from a branding you know, perspective to him, you know, from a branding perspective, like they didn't understand their brand, you know, so Kodak didn't understand their brand or what they were doing with with their brand. Um, they, they basically didn't understand the needs of the world and, and how they were going to facilitate those needs of the world so people wanted their product, right? So they thought they were a film company, but in truth, they're a memory capturing company. This is kind of what he says, you know, like, um, which is the, the idea of capturing memories. Now, if that is what you are, you're a memory capturing company, you can um, capture memories digitally or whatever ways in the future we invent to capture memories, Kodak could be a part of that.
But instead, Kodak stayed obsessed with film. And because they were stayed obsessed with film and films fallen by the wayside, not that many people are interested in film right now, they are no longer this big, huge, powerful company because right. they, they were wrong about what they were trying to do, like what they should be trying to sell. Right. And, you know, I think it's interesting because I think there's truth and not in, in all of this, you know, because um, part of it is if it, it, it's just a branding thing that's not enough. Right, so for instance, you have Kodak who uh, is um, ha does film. If they at some point realize, like, oh yeah, we're not in the the, um, and they probably did. We're not in the film business. We're not in the camera business. We're in the memory sharing business. Right. Okay. At some point, they have to realize they would have to realize, like, oh, but we don't do this very well, right? You know, there are other businesses that do it better, right? Right. Uh, Apple, right, has the iPhone, which probably does it better. Google has, you know, all of these these pros. So, uh, you know, any uh, number of, you know, digital Picasso, whatever. There's a bunch of them that that do the thing that they're doing better now, right? Now, um, yeah. At one point in time, when when you know film was the thing, they were the best at it. Things change. They didn't adapt. Product, yeah, right. Right. Okay. Uh, they didn't, you know, change with it. Okay. So now they're a film company. But to my point, uh, I would say, okay, you're a film company. Obviously, you care and want to do. That's what you wanted to do. Um, or you're just in that situation now, and and that's fine. You have to deal with what you you have. Um, there are still ways to market that thing, but you have to understand what you do. So you Kodak can't just be like. Hey, we're in the the film or we're in the memory capturing business because people do it better. You're not going to win on that line. But if you could show people why using film might be a better way to capture and keep memories, like on a like long timeline. Sure, there are things about film that are better, right? right? So they're more artistic in lots of ways. Um, you get better resolution with true film. There are things we right. can point out about film that are better, and and they are never going to have the um, market that they used to. It's never going to happen. If they're they gonna, stick to film. They're going to be niche, right? But they will be able to be successful in that, and that's how they should market. You know, if, if, if they are a film company now, you know, they can't, and they realize, like, we, we can't fight Google or, or I mean, they, they, need to pit, they need to pivot and just be like, okay, this is what we're going to do and figure out how they can compete with you know, the iPhones and the blah, blah, blahs. Uh, or they need to go, yeah, we're a film company, and this is why, and these are the people that want film, and this is how we're going to sell to them. Right. And I think if you look at that, that's, that's, that's Aikido. You know, it's like we're never, like, what people are looking for in martial arts, quote, unquote, has changed. It just has, there's nothing we can do about that. Um, Aikido still has things to offer that no other martial arts have. We need to figure out what those are, who the people that that appeals to, and, and, and you know, care about that and not either not worry about marketing or, you know, market to those people, and you're just going to have to be okay with the fact that, like, it's you're gonna not going to have a major, a mega dojo anymore. If you want to have a mega dojo, start doing... Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or start doing 
the thing that people want now. You, you're not going to change the tide of people by um, pretending that Aikido is something that it's not. I mean, so I think there's a real important thing to understand, and, and, and you hit on it in there. It, it's just we need to really make this clear. So if we were looking at Kodak, Kodak can make a decision of either we want to stay a huge money-making company or we want to stay a film company. Now, can we survive as a film company? Well, we're going to have to do things. I think that's kind of where Josh is going now. It's like we're going to have to do things to survive as a film company. Or do we just want to become a DSLR company or a whatever, an SD card company or whatever it is now that we, we save memory with or we save pictures with? Pictures, yeah. Or so the important thing I think to understand and what really hits me wrong about this kind of article when I read it is what I think most of the people who are really interested in this discussion are saying is, I want to keep my big fancy dojo, or I want to keep my $100,000 a year income, or I want to keep my whatever it is, okay? And I'm not saying you're a bad person for wanting to keep that, but what is bad is when that is not, no longer coincides with what Aikido is. And so what you want to do is you start wanting to change the art because you want to keep your lifestyle. Right, you and, want to change it to you right. and not you to it. Right, and that to me is, a, a, that's what hurts my feelings about this, right? Like, I don't like, this is what I don't like. And so when I read articles like that, I'm like, oh, okay, you just want to be rich. And so you want to make Aikido, whatever it is, it's going to make you rich. So if Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is hot and you can make a bunch of money doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, let's rebrand Aikido right, as Brazilian right. Jiu-Jitsu. Now, that's, that's not very Aiki, is it? To change something to you instead of you no, changing to but, it. But unfortunately, I mean, that's what most people are trying trying to do. But, but, yeah. but like, the problem with all of that is we're not embracing what Aikido really is. So, like Josh said, if Kodak embraced film and just tried to say, hey, look, film is still a valid yeah. thing. Let's are, work right. film. Right. There are a lot of artists who want to shoot on right. film. There and are a lot of, yeah. That's what Aikido people should be trying to do. And and there's, you know, the branding for Aikido was set a long time ago. And right. I still think it's as valid today as it was a long time ago, yep, which yep, is, yep. it's a peaceful martial art that uses their force against them. If they don't try to attack us, we don't hurt them. We don't want to hurt the other guy at all, if at all possible, right? That's the kind of thing. There's still tons of people in the world who want, who want those that. values. Right, right. Um, but because right now what's hot is getting into a ring and smashing someone's face, there's all this like, oh, we need to be able to appeal to people that we're going to smash faces. Right. Um, and I think this is the problem with something like this. Right. Yeah. And we just might, we just have to realize that like the the market for what we're doing is it has shrunk. It's a niche thing now, it, and it has we got to accept that. Right. Um, and, and, and there's nothing... There's nothing wrong with that, and you re and and I think that as a uh, person who owns a school, you know, you have to decide. Like at a certain point, um, I want I need to, I want to make money, and I want to have a school with a certain amount of students, and that might mean that I have to go learn another martial yep. art to teach. I may need to go become a Krav Maga uh, uh, instructor, you know, and I will have. And and here's the truth about it: if your thing is the school. Right and and having a school and being an instructor like that, there is nothing wrong with going and find and doing something else and and just setting Aikido aside. Like there's nothing, you shouldn't see that as a as a um, failure really. If 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 I if you don't really care 
and and I'm, I take care. But like, if Aikido is not the number one thing for you, right? Right. Um, but if Aikido is, and you are serious about the art, then you have to like take a step back. You know, like I work in the newspaper industry, right? And it has changed completely. And right now, we have a lot of people who are having to uh, come to terms with like, okay, do I still want to be a journalist? Because journalism has changed. So there's a lot of guys who have been, you know, writers for 20, 30, 40 years who are now finding themselves like in a completely new world doing stuff that they would never have dreamed of years ago. And for some people, they're getting out of it because they just, it's, it's not the thing that they want to do anymore. Um, or, you know, in order to, to make money in the and make a living off of it for them, they're having to do things that they, they wouldn't have done. Um, and that's, I feel like, a conversation that everybody needs to have um, with themselves and just be honest and be like, yeah, I want to have a school. Does it need to be an Aikido school? Maybe not. And if that's the case, good, move along. But if it does need to be an Aikido school, um, you need to be okay with the fact that you're not going to have a line of people who are interested in coming into your school anymore uh, because they, you know, saw Steven Seagal do something right. or because you right. have some kind of secret power. We live in a world now where um, we can easily disprove the fact that you have secret powers, right? Like we can see people doing these things on YouTube or whatever, and we can see <clears throat> what works and what doesn't work uh, in whatever, in, in specific context. Um, so you can, it's like... I'm not, and I'm not saying anyone's trying to fool anyone, but you can't fool anyone anymore. So you have to be honest with, with what you're doing. I think that's the biggest problem go. we're right now facing, period, which is we need to be honest with ourselves and with each other about what it is we want to do, what it is we can do, uh, and where it is we're working towards. And, like, that one's the biggest one. Because, see, I think a lot of people, you know, you got a third, fourth, fifth dawn, and you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm supposed to know Aikido. Whether you do or not, you're supposed to know Aikido. And so you have a real hard time admitting that your Aikido is not complete yet. And honestly, as a system, we are not complete yet. We have lots of things we need to work on, and we need to all start to understand and agree upon. So doing that's hard, but that's what we have to do if we want to move forward. We have to start to say... Look, an Aikido fifth degree black belt is not going to do well in an MMA ring. And that's just yeah. the way it is. Instead of like hiding it and going, well, if we did this or if we did that. And instead of like making excuses and stuff like that, we should start trying to go like, what is this martial art good for? And if we could do that, just like if Kodak could make film cool again, right. I think it will naturally grow again right, right, because right. I honestly think there are cool things about Aikido that no other martial art is representing right, right. now and if right. we could embrace that and actually get really good at that and be able to demonstrate that and work together collectively all of our dojos I think we could be really cool right. again but we can't do it through mutilating Aikido as to something else that's popular right now right. what we have to do is understand Aikido we need to have groups where we get together and small things we don't need to have big fancy things you know there was a time where we had these big goshkus and everyone would come together and we'd do all this stuff. Be, yeah. Right, yeah. Th those days are not right now, okay? Stop marketing something because we don't really know what our product right. is, right? I mean, if that's the term you want to talk in. I don't like to talk right. that way, but, you know, we don't understand right. our art completely. Uh, and I, this is what I thought about that when it was like, oh, Aikido's branding problem. And I'm like, yeah, branding is the, the lead. That's, that's a bottom. That's 
the least of the problems right now, you know, like, and in a lot of ways, I think if you have a good product that you understand it fully, brands for itself. it brands itself, you know, the, like, so we have a uh, sports team here in Fresno, uh, a AAA sports team, uh, Fresno Grizzlies, and they, uh, their marketing department is ridiculously good. They, uh, like, it's a AAA team, but they lead their league in, you know, merchandising sales, blah, blah, blah. And the guy will tell you, the, the marketing guy there, that he, he's not marketing to people. Like, you know, he's not, the, the, he's not marketing to people. He just has a product that he knows is good. He understands the product backwards and forwards, and he knows what it's good, he knows what it's good for, and he know he pays attention and he sees what, what, uh, people, people want, um, and he just puts it out there, and he puts it out there, and he puts it out there, um, and I think that's, that's where we have to come from, is not worrying about, you know, are we gonna appeal to X, 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 and X, we need to, like, here's the thing that we do, get really good at it, and then we can go, all right, here's this thing that we do. Who might be interested in, in coming right. and joining us in on this path? Right. And I think like what uh, Chris was saying, there are a lot, If once we get to that place where we can actually clearly see and demonstrate the things that Aikido can do that no other martial art can do, we are going to find people that will want to join in and be part of that. And, and really, they will, be under, they will be able to understand how a lot of the martial arts are... Um, as limited uh, or more limiting than Aikido is and what they can actually I mean, do. I think that's dead on. No, no, I was just going to say, and I guarantee that if we take that relationship with Aikido, which is we understand what Aikido is, we can turn it backwards and forwards and understand what it's good for and what it's not good for, people will come. You know, I, I don't know, this, this article talks about, like, Oh, a 19-year-old kid looking up Aikido online is going to, you know, or looking up self-defense online is going to see a picture of a guy in a hakama and a picture of, you know, modern self-defense. And it's, you know, they're not going to be attracted by Aikido. Basically saying that like, young new people aren't going to be attracted to Aikido unless they're into, like, cosplay or whatever. Um, and I think it's the wrong way to look at it because, yeah, like, physically, maybe, you know, like, uh, aesthetically, you know, looking at what clothes they're wearing. But if we can understand, hey, this is what we say about Aikido and we can show what it does exactly what we say it does, that is attractive pe to people. You that know? stuff right. actually becomes cool. Like, yes. for a while, Hakama wearing was cool. Right. And the reason it was cool was because the people wearing the Hakama were doing cool stuff. Right. Yeah. And so if that happens again, then Hakamas will become cool. Now, we also need to accept right now, Hakamas aren't cool. <laughs> right, right, so you right. can choose to stop wearing them if that's what you want to choose. I personally think that goes against one of the kind of major tenets of Aikido, and we talked about this several episodes back, um, talking about the tenets of Aikido and what they are, and, and like we should all agree upon what the core values of Aikido people are. But to me, part of the Japanese heritage is a core value of Aikido. And so uh, I have classes at my school that we don't wear hakama, we don't wear any kind of traditional clothes. They're not Aikido classes. Um, those classes are more popular right now. Um, and that's fine. Maybe if your dojo needs to stay afloat, like I'm, I'm a professional martial arts teacher. That's what I do for a living. So my business needs to stay afloat. Maybe you need to have some other kinds of classes. That's cool. Nothing wrong with that. But don't mutilate Aikido in the process of you staying afloat, right? right. So don't, don't expect to change Aikido so you can make some more money. 
teach whatever it is you need to teach, you know, maybe you need to have a yoga classes or whatever it is you need to do. We could have a whole episode on that. But Aikido is Aikido and we need to understand it better. And I guarantee that if we understand Aikido very, very well, there is a huge number of people who want to practice what Aikido is good at. Yes. Well, and well, okay. I know we just talked about this in the millennials episode or whatever, like <laughs> that, like those tenants that, that valuing, um, other people and wanting to have good accord with other humans and, and valuing people's safety and, and not trying to hurt them, beat up on them. And it's not an ego thing. Like that's really appealing to millennials. I think, I think that's very much something that they would be interested in. And like you said, like that would make the Hakama cool again, right. you know, is like actually, you know, uh, having a background that goes with what you're wearing. It's right. not about the, the aesthetics. It's about can we understand what we do. I think that, uh, you know, we, we were talking about, we've been talking about this actually since we read the article. So um, as you can probably tell, we're a little uh, uh, passionate about it. Um, but earlier we were talking about, you know, tradition in general, kind of traditional martial arts have kind of fallen uh, by the wayside in a lot of ways, especially in, in the United States. Um, and, you know, Chris, I think you brought up a good point, which is like what that is, it is actually being replaced like uh, Japanese, traditional Japanese martial arts maybe, is being replaced by something like Hima, which is also a traditional, uh, a traditional martial art, but done in a way that is much more uh, accessible to modern uh, aesthetics, modern, um, you know, thinking. And so it's like it can it can be done. It, it you know it a hundred percent can be done. Um, you just have to understand, you know, what you're doing and, and kind of what how it how it fits in. And I guarantee that none of the Hema dudes are out there trying to sell their school. As you know, anything other right, than they're not it trying is. to sell Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You know, you know, like that's not well, happening. and they're not even trying to sell it as as anything other than like you're learning this traditional, traditional martial arts form. system, right? Yeah, right. Yep. They're not trying to sell it like I'm gonna go out and be Billy Badass because I can fight like a knight. They're not trying to do that. No. Um, and so I think and that's it's where he must yeah. growing. And so yep. I think that's a that is something that we can like as aikido we can look to kima and go oh what are what are the things that they're doing um that to to that are working right and and what are the things they're doing i guarantee it's all grassroots small stuff yep. and that not, has grown they're not um, selling anything they're not selling right. anything it's just they are existing because I mean, they, most they the, like doing clubs right i mean right. It's, yeah, you know, it's clubs, they like yeah, doing what they're doing you know what i mean they're just enjoying existing and, and figuring out what it is that these different martial arts are, yeah. you know, and they're not trying to sell anything and maybe we could take a page. From well, that and book. you know, it, this could be, and I haven't thought about this. It just occurred to me now that this could be the normal cycle of things. You oh, know? I think it totally And so Kima is now where Aikido was, you know, 10, 20 60s, years ago, 50s, you know, yeah. it's, so it's just like a, a so, so cyclical. And so what's going on right now and what, what this time is for Aikido practitioners is a time to, Settle down, be small, make good bonds with right. other Aikido teachers. Good choice. Share yeah. your Aikido, have an open mind, and try and understand where we're all trying to go. Because most Aikido people are like-minded. Let's find the things that we're like-minded about, and let's work on Aikido as that thing together. Yeah. And if we do that in 15, 20 years, 
we'll be doing good again. Right, right. Now, if you right now have a bottom line that won't allow for 10, 15 years, you know, you're past retirement age, then maybe Aikido is not for right, you, you need right to figure now, something you know? else out. Or maybe yeah, it's yeah, for yeah. you as a side thing to yeah. what's making you money, you know? And, and like Josh said, maybe that's a Krav Maga school or yoga or a CrossFit gym. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Do whatever's good for you. But right now, Aikido doesn't need to be rebranded. It needs to be re-understood. Right. It needs, we need to right. break it down and agree or, about yeah, it. Yeah. Right. And the two things that they suggest um, to rebrand Aikido, or like, I don't know, they're just talking about like, oh, here's ways that you could go. Um, you know, are to take Aikido to a more, um, you know, grappling art or right, whatever. joint-friendly grappling art. Right, right, and it's just is like... Is that what it said? I, I, I read through I that. believe that's a quote. Yeah, and, and I like that's that. basically, you know, what Chris is saying is, you know, if you, need to, you, if you need to worry about that bottom line, teach something popular, because there are people are interested in it, and, and just do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And that's basically just a bastardized Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So just fucking do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instead of, like, mixing it with Aikido and, and having some kind of weird in-between thing that's neither of both, you know? Right. And that's one thing. And the other thing it says is, oh, um, embrace Aikido's, like, spiritual aspects of, you know, like, the, like kind of like yoga has that spiritual aspect to it, too. Um, and it's just kind of like, it's never really been that either. I mean, I think there are people that were trying to make it that, but, like, we don't even agree on what the spirit word spiritual means. Yeah. You know, right, like right, right. people doing freaking yoga don't know what that means. Right, you know, right, like right. watch a yoga documentary or go talk to some yoga people. They have about 37 different ideas. 37, right. that's pretty specific. 37 <laughs> different ideas about what spirituality right, means. Right. So who even knows what that ambiguous thing means? Here would be some advice from me. And what I've done in the last couple of years that's helped me beyond teaching a self-defense class that has nothing to do with traditional martial arts. I talk about self-defense in a very modern form. That's been very good for me. Another thing has been... It also been, has nothing to do with sport martial arts like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yep, has nothing to do with that, and it's been thriving. My, my self-defense classes have been doing super well, and I talk in the very beginning how it's got nothing to do with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or anything else, but that's an aside. A thing, uh, an area I think Aikido schools could work in is kids. Work with kids yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why that's good is because, A... They'll probably lock in for a while. If you, if the parents are seeing something good that you're bringing to the kids, self-defense skills are not that important to parents. Yes. What's important to parents is discipline, self-control, right. empathy, things like this. These are the things, and these are the things that Aikido talks right, about all right, the time. Right, right. Yes. So it's you don't have to lie or mutilate right, Aikido. Right. You just do. Yeah. You do Aikido, and yeah. you, and you work on those specific skills. Right? How do I understand the other kid? How do I not break the other kid's face? How do I put myself in a safe position so someone can't get me, right? This is Aikido yeah. stuff. Teach it to kids. You lock them in because kids will stay in longer because right. parents just they get in the program. And that's what they right. do. Work with homeschool kids. I've been working with homeschool kids lately. That's been fantastically successful for me. So these are things you can do. as a. You know, I'm a martial arts professional. I'm not saying that everyone's got to go live in a hole and not make a living, right? I'm trying to make a living like anyone else. But you have to figure out how your living coexists with what Aikido right. is. Instead of mutilating Aikido. And I really think that kids thing is actually a really smart idea because here's what happens. Those kids grow up. Hi, my uh, name is Maya and I can right. testify to the fact that those kids grow up. <laughs> those kids grow up. Um, and then and then, you know, either they want to do the similar things for their kids or they at some point wanna get serious about it and, and train on a so you sort of groom your uh, adult students. 
right. uh, as as children. So. And that's how you have interested nineteen year olds who like Aikido, because they've been doing it since they were you know six. Right. I mean, that's I'm you know that's me exactly. Yeah. Not nineteen, what age were, but like where did you start Aikido? I've started at nine, I think, um, and I've been doing it now. I'm twenty two, so almost thirteen years basically. Yeah. Um, and I started as a kid in a kids class and, you know, and it was, it's hooked me in. So I, I feel like, and you've had a lot of your kids stick around for oh, yeah. a long time. Yeah. And there's kids that I see that I'm like, oh wow, that kid's grown a lot. And you know, as far as like, you know, switching to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or MMA or whatever, whatever that hype is, right? So look, I did that. Personally, I did that. I had a really good experience with Aikido, meaning I liked the community. I liked the stuff it taught me. I liked the ideals of Aikido. Just for a while, I didn't understand how it worked. And so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu seemed cool to me and MMA seemed cool to me because they did exactly what they said. That's why they were cool to me. When I understood how Aikido worked and that Aikido was working on a different set of things, that's what re-interested me about Aikido. I was ready to jump back into the Aikido community because I liked the community. That's what we should be building is right, the community right. up. And we should be working on the ideas that make Aikido different because once you've done some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you kind of get that out of your system and you understand what it is, then you go, oh, there is more to the world than wrestling right, on right. the ground. What other ways would I like to solve problems in my life? Right. Um, and Aikido offers answers to that. Now, what we need to do in this meantime, though, while we need to pull in and be tight, is get good at Aikido. Well, that's and that doesn't mean just doing Kodagaish. That means understanding why you would do Kodagashi right. and why that's a good technique. And instead of just all this hyperbole and crap throwing around about like, oh, well, real Aikido master will blast you with key and whatever ideas you've got, drop that crap and ask yourself honestly, what can I do and what can't I do with Aikido and, and how can we take Aikido to the next place? Yes. And uh, yeah, I feel like... It's not just good forms, good technique. Oh, like Aikido, you know, get really good at Aikido as in my Iriminage is perfect. Right. Right? It's not... Who cares? Right. Who cares if your Iriminage is perfect? Do you know when you can use it? Right. Do you know what makes it work? Right. Do you understand when you can't use it right. and when to let go right. of that? Right. And do you understand what it will set up when it, it, it fails? Right. Like, its failure will... Uh, set up other opportunities and can you be able to have a free enough mind to pick up on what those other opportunities are the big the big uh people to follow Yoshiba, right so the generation right after Yoshiba, his first major students to come out those guys were all working on these things how do you make conran how do you make a technique adapt into another technique how does kodagaish really work this is the work that they left hanging and the next generation didn't pick it up because Aikido got too popular. And so it was just easy to collect money on yeah. doing the forms. Right. And so we didn't have that time to finish our maturity, right? I think Yoshiba understood all that stuff. I think he was headed that way. But I think that work never got completed for the rest of us. Right, right. Um, and so that's what never, you know, the third generation came in to successful Aikido. And so they didn't work on it. They didn't finish that they didn't, work. They didn't have to. They didn't have to. And that's, I Absolutely. mean, you know, and again, it's like, like. a kid who's got a trust fund. Right. Why does he get a job right. and learn a skill? Yes. And I mean, and again, like, you, in some ways you can't fault that. Like, you really, you know, you, in a lot of ways you can't fault coming in and seeing something because that's how it was presented to them. And why would you not? Um, the problem is that we're no longer there. So for you to, like, sit back and you, whoever that is, but for people to, to, to really be complaining about it now, it's like, no, now now is that time where you have to, to really uh, 
hunker down and work. Now, and look, you might be done with it now. You might be too old. You might be outside, whatever. Cool. Then maybe it's time for you to step away, like I was saying with the newspaper. Like, maybe it's time for you to just say, hey. Do a different martial art or a different yeah. occupation or whatever. And that's okay. Yeah, and that's totally right. Well, and honestly, I feel like all the, the stuff online now where it's Aikido versus blank, karate, MMA, whatever. I'm honestly, when we're talking about this now, thankful for those. Not because, I mean, because I feel like that's kind of a scourge on our community right now because it's like, how embarrassing. Right. We look like we can't work. But it shows us that's not what it's for. Right, right. We don't work in those ranges. So this is what I I was saying before. So maybe it's really good that that exists. Right. You can't cheat it. Like, there's no cheats anymore because you can, we can see. It's everywhere. People post these things, so you can see what if it works or if it doesn't work. Work it quotes, obviously, um, because if you listen to this podcast, you know that work is a hard work, question. You know. Works at is a but word. Um, <laughs> anyway, I I think you're 100 percent correct. It, it's good. Like we live in in a time now where um, information is so readily available, right? Like back in the day, it was like you had some books and maybe. A couple of guys, so everything was mysterious. So everything you saw was like crazy because it was brand new. But now it's all out there. So now we really do have to like take what we have, sift, sift, sift through it, and pull out the good stuff and make sure we can really do what we. It's yeah, and it's kind of like you know before maybe it was like ooh secret special technique, you know, like the techniques are like the like you know you have to learn them from the guy, and there's only one guy in your town that teaches them. But now it's like. You can see a million different techniques for whatever martial art you're doing. You know, you can see every little tiny thing online. You can find different versions of it. And, you know, so it's not, it, it shouldn't be about the techniques anymore because that's, you, there's plenty of them. It didn't work in the first place. Right. We didn't understand that. Right. That never but worked. now it's like, okay, yeah, you could have all these techniques at your fingertips, but like, right. how? And Why? Still, yeah. You and know? If you think about like boxing or anything else, like, you can't learn boxing from a, a vi- like technique from a video. Like no. I can show you a video all day of like how to hit something. You're never gonna be able to do it. I can even show I can I can show you how to do it like this every time, you know, punching a bag myself. Unless you do it, you you know. That's right. So that's right. Well and that's why we need to like the community thing, we need to get together and talk about it. You know, right. like I, that's why I felt like when we started doing this podcast it was great because it's like at least we can hear live conversation about this rather than like having written things online or even like a video that you just watch from from a to z it's really hard because there's no uh it's hard to explain aikido to someone in an internet argument because they're always going to have questions or you know there's always going to be things you know what i mean so having a live conversation about it allows you to attack these different angles of questioning and part of why we want the podcast to be the way it is is because we want to talk casually. None of us are gurus, right? All of us have been doing Aikido for a long time. All of us have opinions about Aikido. Like all of you listening, you have opinions about Aikido. But we're not gurus, right? And, and I think everyone who's trying to be a guru right now is doing a disservice to Aikido. We need to break it down and be honest. And this is another thing that, you know, talking about, uh, Josh mentioned that Hema's really grassroots. You know, Hema's historical European martial arts. It's a traditional style of martial arts that's growing right now. There are probably no gurus. I don't know. I mean, there might be some people who think they're gurus, but other Hema people kind of giggle about them, right? Like, <laughs> no one has mastered that material, and everyone's working hard to master it. Everyone's trying really hard 
Um, but every club is headed by a guy who's like, I don't know, I just got some books and started reading about it, you know? And, oh, yeah, I do some tournaments and I spar with it and I think about it all the time and that might be why I'm good at it. But I'm not a guru. I have no special power that you couldn't have if you didn't right. read these books as well and you didn't spend the time doing what I'm doing. And that's where Aikido people have to go. So instead of, like, saying, oh, you know, I'm this higher rank from this secret society, right? Like, instead of having that approach, you need to have the approach of, I'm a regular guy, you're a regular guy, let's work together to figure out what Aikido is doing. And personally, as a guy who went through all the stuff of, Aikido doesn't work, it sucks, I need to do MMA, I need to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, all that stuff, Aikido does have absolute truths in it that are rewarding and beautiful and great. And if we would just humble ourselves, we could get to those truths. Well, and that's not just talk. You know, absolute truth sounds, you know, all fantastic and guru-y, but you mean that. Yeah, I, I know mean that, you and mean, I mean that. I'm not doing anything special you can't do. You can do it, too. It's very simple. Like, we just have to start working with it in a legitimate, honest way. Right. I, I think I, that's really the, done? you know, I think that it was interesting. So the other day, uh, as we were talking about some stuff, it occurred to me that, like, um, I teach classes several times a week. I take classes... Three times more than that, uh-huh. you know, like uh-huh. I, um, so like, and I very well could uh, just, just teach, and that would be, I would be, uh, I would just be done, and I would show up to my two classes a week or whatever, three classes that I teach, and that would be cool, and I would teach my thing, and then I would be done, um, and I think there were probably a lot of uh, instructors who would do that, but to me, it's like, that's not. I don't get anything. Right. That, I mean, right. I get a very. A, a, I get something out of teaching, and and working through my practice that way. But I still have stuff I want to work on right. all the time. Right. So that's why I show up. So that's why I'm in a in a you know I'm a student in a basics class doing saburi for whatever you know. Yeah. Um. And you know, I have to say, you have a great attitude about it. Every single time at the end of class, you're like. I really got this right. out of it. I learned this new thing. And it's like, that's the right attitude. I mean, that's the attitude that we want to see, you know, right. from everyone. Because right. it's like, that's going to foster interest in Josh learning. Josh's been doing Aikido since 2006, and he's still going, right. oh, new stuff. And, new right. Stuff. And, yeah. and I think that, it, that it, it is there, you know. And maybe there will be a day when I get to the point where it's like, well, I'm done. But at that point, I will be done with it. Like, I, I think or I hope. That I'll be able to, if, if I get to that point, just step away and be like, well, I don't need this anymore. There's something else, you know, that I'm going to spend that time with. But, um, but I think that that's the thing, getting there to and realizing that, like, yeah, just because you're the dude, maybe you um, have your own school. Go to another school where somebody is doing something different than you. If you feel like you're at the, the, the top of your, um, you know, that you have plateaued and there's nothing else, um, find someone who's doing something that, that... You start doing another martial arts system that you well, have no idea right. about. That's what you do. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> you know, but, but I think there's... Look look within Aikido and see if there's someone who's doing something that maybe seems crazy to you um, and see if there's something in there that, that grabs you. And if there is, follow right. that rabbit hole. Right. You know? Good, what else? Where where are we at here? We're at 43 minutes, so I think Boom. we can wrap this guy up. We are so good at this. I feel like we are really... No. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> wow. I don't mean no. to pat myself on the back, no, no, no. but... I, I feel... We have mastered podcasts, y'all. We, uh, we have it down. I feel like um, 
we there is a moment that happens in every podcast where it's like, well, this conversation, okay. this conversation has come to an end, and then we're done. So <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right. Um, thanks for listening. I don't know what there's. There's been some some different topic ideas thrown around. So I don't know if we're teasing anything because. I don't know specifically. Um, what but if to. you, as listeners, have topic ideas, we'd love uh, to hear them. Or you know, look, when we talk about something, we can revisit it. You know, so like if you're listening to this right now and you're like, you guys are full of shit, and you want to send us a message, do it, and then maybe we can talk about it. Sure. And kind of, yeah. um, you know, work through some stuff that way because, um, you know, we're open. This isn't. I mean, it is kind of a. It's a three-way conversation here between us. But it's also, you know, conversation, uh, hopefully, um, within within the general, you know. I mean, hopefully people are taking this back to their dojos and being like, hey, did you hear these guys talking about this thing? Absolutely, um, yeah. And that can always come back to we us. We want to hear from you, to, so. and yeah. Yeah. But. All right, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll uh, catch you next Tuesday. Yep. All right, take care, bye. Bye-bye. Bye.